0: welcome everyone to a new episode of the app. i'm your host author andrew hess and today we are covering smackdown well we're covering smackdown but we're also covering different things when it comes to wwe today uh just because i, I feel like there's a lot that we are kind of seeing happen over these last really this last week and, and we're really been noticing more and more since triple h has taken over the creative control over this. Um, And I feel like, man, he's doing such a great job already. Um, I'm not going into every little bit of detail when it comes to SmackDown this week, because it just really doesn't seem relevant to do so. Um, I'm going to instead highlight a couple of points on this. The first is um, Ricochet ricochet is being showcased again and not only did he just get a match he got a match with happy corbin and won um this has been really just i I was really shocked they gave ricochet the win and a decent amount of time to really showcase his wrestling ability i was really surprised by this um another person who's getting some time to showcase Shinsuke Nakamura uh, gets the win over Ludwig Kaiser to now get an intercontinental title shot against Gunther. I thought it was another really good match showcasing their abilities. I was loving it, man. This was great. This is exactly what we need to see. Actual like good wrestling, man. Um, I was loving it. Then you had a recap of Viking Raiders from last week destroying Xavier Woods, um, injuring his ankle. You cut to a promo of Kofi Kingston giving an actual decent promo saying he's going to avenge Woods tonight, which he does. Um, He comes out after the Viking Raiders have a tag team match against two no name guys and they get, you know, the, the squashing happens. Kofi comes out with a kendo stick and lays waste to both members of the Viking Raiders, which then leads into an actual, uh, in, into a one-on-one match. And he just he shined in this man. It was great. Um, I thought that you know it, it was, I don't know. I felt like it was just it was great timing for everything. Um actually getting some time with Kofi showcasing why he was a former world champion. Then we wind up getting to the women's division. And they actually had like a good amount of things to go on when it comes to the women's division. You had Liv Morgan come out. And this is one of the things that I'm also going to address as a side note as well. So Liv Morgan comes out. And the fans just tear her a new one, booing her, saying you tapped out, all this bullshit. And, I mean, honestly, hey, you you know what it is? It's just, it is what it is. She tapped out. It's this whole thing that comes down to, you know, basically them trying to put some heat on her, I guess. Make it, you know, a little uh, controversial. And that's fine. That's I'm okay with them trying to create controversy with it. You know? Um, I mean, you gotta create the controversy sometimes. And then, I I mean, you had Caleb Braxton. This is the part that really just annoyed me. You had Caleb Braxton, who sat there and with a, a pissed off look on her face during the entire interview process and she then uh, she got flack from it from you know candidates uh, not from uh, the fans and she's just like you know I did it because you know Liv deserves respect and you know when she speaks you should hush get the fuck out of here I'm sorry for the language on this one but get the fuck out of here you're, you're now trying to tell fans how they should go ahead and cheer and boo for somebody. First off, you're an announcer. Not even a, a really good one, okay? You have, great like, good moments here and there when it comes to Paul Heyman. But other than that, you don't have
1: anything that really makes you stand out. You do nothing. You are a backstage reporter for
0: the WWE, put on screen to, and I'm not saying this to be mean, I'm not saying this to be sexist or anything like that, but you were hired there to be eye candy. I don't want you to just be there and be eye candy, because I liked it when, when you get involved with the whole thing with Paul Heyman.
1: But you don't do anything other than the whole interaction with Paul Heyman. You sit there, you ask a
0: question, and then you sit there and you stand there with a microphone. Who are you to tell
1: the fans how they should react to somebody? How who are you? We're the ones who wind up paying your salary.
0: We're the ones who sit there and go to the events. And pay money to go to the events, pay for merchandise, pay for concessions, pay for everything under the sun. So for you to now sit there and say you you shouldn't be booing her when she's talking, why? You, you think it's okay for people to go and then boo, you know, uh, Gunther or Seth Rollins or,
1: you know, Baron Corbin? Oh, but that's okay, though, right? Because they're heels. Get the hell out of here. No one cares about your opinion. I'm sorry to say that, but no one cares. Now, getting into
0: the whole thing, Liv Morgan actually does sit there and say, you know what? Yes, I did tap out. And she
1: actually wound up saying, you know, the fans, you you call me out on my shit. Good for her for addressing it. Get
0: that heel heat, because realistically, you should probably be a heel champion.
1: Because this babyface Liv Morgan crap sucks. You
0: explained that you tapped out because you thought that the referee had already counted three. Okay, so does that mean you're sitting here and saying now that you shouldn't be champion? So basically, Liv Morgan sits there and admits she shouldn't be champion. But you're going to hold on to that title anyway, right? Yeah. You're going to hold on to that title. Ronda Rousey is apparently suspended indefinitely. Which means until Ronda Rousey decides that she wants to work again. So probably be back around Survivor Series time. That's my estimation. In the meantime, we hold a women's gauntlet match to determine the new number one contender. And you had Sonya Deville get a quick easy win over Aliyah. And then you had Raquel Rodriguez take out Sonya Deville. Xia Natalia, I think there was somebody else in there because I think she won four matches in a row, only to lose to Shayna Baszler, and Shayna Baszler is your new number one contender for the SmackDown
1: Women's Championship. Overall, so far, SmackDown was pretty decent. Then you get to your main
0: event time slot. Roman Reigns and the Bloodline come out. And they're talking all this crap about Roman Reigns. And they start getting into the whole thing about Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre comes out and basically says he's going to dismantle the bloodline right now. He doesn't want to wait till the Clash of the Castle. He takes off his shirt. He drops the microphone. He's about to storm the ring. And then the lights go out. And a black and white screen is now in place. A woman is standing on stage, and you hear an old familiar song from NXT. Drew McIntyre turns his head, and as he does so, Carrion Cross just destroys Drew McIntyre. I mean, literally just destroys him, throws him into the steel steps, and starts bashing his head repeatedly into the ring steps. And then knocks him out with a clubbing blow from behind the head. Scarlett had made her way down the ringside. And puts the hourglass in the ring. Flipping it upside down.
1: Roman. Tick. Tock. This goes to show you.
0: Triple H is firmly in charge of creative. He is undoing all the mistakes that Vince McMahon has done over this last year. And we are seeing return after return. I can't wait to see who else is coming back now because this isn't these weren't the only two people that Triple H have contacted. He's contacted many more people. It's only a matter of time before
1: we see who's added next. We're going to see roster depth. So that is going to end our show for today.
0: Um, There's so much more that's going on with things. I I just, oh, I, I don't, I didn't even have enough time to cover everything that I need to cover from this weekend. Um. They, oh, wait. They also did announce that... Uh, sorry. There are other things that uh, I just wanted to cover. They are um, noting that these, uh, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships are going to have a tournament that begins I believe this Monday on Raw. Um, supposedly we have... Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi have come to terms,
1: and is actually going to be coming back to the WWE. Um, and here's the other thing that I'm actually looking forward
0: to, that I just picked up. Apparently, T-Bar, former formerly known as Dijack, uh in NXT. Is going to get repackaged under the Triple H regime, which means no more of
1: this crappy retribution gimmick. And that looks to be
0: it of my WWE news. So we're going to see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing Monday Night Raw tonight, and I can't believe I'm actually saying that this is the this is one of those times where I'm like wow glad I didn't give up on on WWE the way that everyone else has I was I, I am still an aew guy but I've been a lifer for WWE I've stuck through it through the worst of times the best of times the attitude error I I've stuck through everything I gritted it out, and we're seeing now things under Triple H's regime. Things are looking better,
1: so we're going to have to keep on seeing how this goes from here. But so far, so good. That is going to be the end of our show today. I will be back
0: with the Raw update, and if I can manage some time, I'll go and cover all of AEW in one shot, if I can. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. Until next time, I am author Andrew Hess, and this has been The Tap.